Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we get into a word, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just thank you for your infinite wisdom and knowledge, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that you continue to bestow more and more wisdom onto us, Lord, and that we're actually wise, Lord. Not just have empty knowledge that is unuseful, Lord, but you give us application of the knowledge and wisdom that you give us, Lord, and tell us how to apply in our daily lives, Lord. Lord, we also just thank you for the relevance of your word, Lord, and that it continues to prove itself able to be applied in situations today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are excited to have you with us and to continue our discussion and study on the Lord's word. And right now we are still in Acts on chapter 8. We are going to reread verses 9 through 25. But um, before we, we dig in to the word, I would just like to thank y'all for joining us and especially y'all for our partners that have shared, that share in the work of the ministry that are a blessing to us and many others around the world and that are helping us to fulfill what the Lord has asked us to do, build his house and preach and teach the gospel throughout the world. We thank you for your prayers, for sowing into this ministry and even for what many may say are the, the little things, liking the episode, subscribing on the platforms, and sharing it with others so they too can be blessed and grow in knowledge and relationship with the Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for your heart towards the Lord and your obedience to Him. Again, thank you immensely. I thank the Lord for you mm-hmm. and for all that He's accomplishing in and through us together, partnering, doing the work that He's called us too. Amen. So thank you. Now, let's get into this. Let's get into the word, shall we? Amen. Can I get a volunteer to read Acts 8 verses 9 through 25, please? I will. All right, promise. Let's hear it, sir. But there was a certain man called Simon, who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. And they heed him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Now when all... Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come, do- come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as, he had, for as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, that any that anyone on whom I lay sorry, 
on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this your wickedness, and pray God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me, that none of the things which you have spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many city, sorry, many villages of Samaritans. Amen. So at this time, we are going to stick with our custom and open the floor for each of you to have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? We're going to start with promise. All right, promise. Let's hear it, sir. Wait it patiently. Okay, so the Lord is talking to me about verse 22, where Peter had told Simon to repent. And so the Lord reminded me of one of the major things that someone has to do after they sin is to forgive themselves and also to forgive others as they move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's how the Lord is able to forgive them. And so the Lord also reminded me of how after the Lord forgives us of offenses, how afterwards we're supposed to give our testimonies. Okay. And inside of verse 25, it says that they, they gave their testimonies. And so the Lord showed me that the reason that humans were created was to praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And after one man sinned, that they were sent to preach the word so that everybody could come into their purpose. And so the Lord showed me that some people, when they're giving a testimony, they're more so focusing on what happened to them instead of what the Lord did for them. Okay. And so the Lord showed me that, like Bobby mentioned, sorry, like Charles mentioned, we were reading a Facebook and it said that We were supposed to give our testimony to the Lord, and that's supposed to glorify the Lord. Mm-hmm. But when we give the testimony focusing on what happened to us, it glorifies the devil. Mm-hmm. And how, so the Lord showed me that whenever we're giving our testimonies, that's important to do what says what the Lord tells us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen. You got something else? Yes. Okay, keep going. Mm-hmm. It then, as Lil was talking in that first episode, she talked to, and the Lord reminded me of how Lil was saying that they're conditioned and how they're calling the Lord a liar. And so the Lord is showing that also with our testimonies, whenever we say that the Lord did, that the devil did this, and that it was done through a physical standpoint that were kind of the Lord a liar. And he reminded me of an example of something that Mr. Kennedy Hagan had said. And he said that there was one lady he said she was asking for healing and he said that she already had and she said no she didn't. Mm-hmm. And by doing that she was calling the Lord a liar. Okay. And so the Lord showed me that 
by not receiving what he has for you and saying that you don't have it is the same as calling him a liar. <laughs> Let us not call the Lord a liar. No, he is not okay. a man that he can lie. So what what you what you're saying is when we don't agree with God, mm-hmm. um, especially by our verbal confession, our mindset, what we believe, and how we carry ourselves, we are accusing God of not being faithful or true, and and in short, calling him a liar, who he is not. He is not a liar. He is the truth. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Why is that important, sweetheart? It's important because I'm not sure exactly what book it's in, but it says, let every let every man be found a liar. But that's the Lord that he tells the truth and that he's not capable of changing, uh, changing his character. The, the first part of that, I believe, is in Romans let God be found true and every man a liar. Amen. Um, but go ahead. Go ahead. And it's important because the only way for sinners to be saved is believing in the Lord. And that if the Lord's true, then and since he never changes, then that's the only way they can be saved. And if the Lord's a liar, they cannot be saved. Say that again. Yes, can you can you say that again? Repeat that, sir. That since the Lord never changes, and if you're saying that he hasn't given it to you yet, and since the only way way to receive salvation is by faith, mm-hmm. and if you're saying that the Lord's a liar and he hasn't given it to you yet, then you're not able to be saved. Okay, because what does the word say? From the moment you asked, you received? Yes. Okay. So I understand what you're, where you're coming from and where you're getting at. Um, what else? Why, is this, why do you believe the Lord is showing this to you? Why is this important to you? In the previous podcast, I believe Mr. Dean had mentioned that he, he was asking for the power instead of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord showed me that because of our testimonies and what we're saying, that also sets the grounds to what others believe. Hmm. Since whatever, since what we should be saying should be a seed in other people's lives. Okay. So when we use the word testimony, I, I'm sorry, I took a different context of the word testimony. Um, you're saying what we report about the Lord. They reported, and the word that it's used here, they testified um, and preached the word. So they reported that God is good. From their personal experience mm-hmm. with him, this is the report that they are giving to others. Just like when we report that uh, we are saved, we are healed by the stripes of Jesus, we are reporting that. We are giving our report of our condition based on what God said. Right. This is the report, and this is we're telling what we believe. Because scripture says what? They overcame the world by what? By the word, their testimony, and the blood of the Lamb. Amen, yes. The blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So they are literally testifying of the things and the goodness of the Lord. What he has done in, for, and through them. Okay? Yes. So so we have we have to understand that as well. Which is also, right, we, we, towards the end of the 
last podcast. We were bringing up how the Lord said, Jesus said to the Pharisees and the people there, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees. Why did he say that? Because it says how many of the Pharisees believed that he was Lord, but would not confess it. Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, you shall not enter the kingdom, right? Yes. Okay. So we not just have to believe, but we also have to confess that he is Lord, right? Yes. yes. And here is the other account of that, the other side of that. Demons believe they know who God is, right? But yes. look at 1 John 4, right? Test every spirit because they cannot or will not say that Jesus is Lord. They will not confess him as Lord. So the aligning of ourselves is by our confession. Well, what we believe in our, how, our heart and confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord. Um, no one can speak by the spirit of the Lord and call Jesus accursed. So no one that says Jesus is not God and, and, and blasphemes him and all that kind of stuff is speaking by the Holy Spirit. Right? And the other side, reverse side of that is adversaries, demons and whatnot, cannot declare him as Lord because they've chosen not to be submitted. They would say, you are the son of God. They, we saw them do that in the... Um, the Swine? Uh-huh. Uh, with the demoniac and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not confessing Jesus as Lord. Okay? So, yes. it's important that we do both. They're both needed. Uh, Romans chapter 10, we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. And we are saved. That, that's important. So, carry on, promise. What else did you have to share, sir? It the Lord's also remind me of when Saint when Peter told Simon to when he told when sorry when Peter told Simon to repent. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord showed me that whenever after they're forgiven, the people go around saying this is what they were in the past mm-hmm. and then they fail to include the part of what the Lord did for them, what they are now. Okay. And he remind me of there was a lady who said she was the worm in the dirt for Jesus. And so... <laughs> yes. A worm in the dirt for Jesus. Go ahead. Continue, sir. And so the Lord reminded me of... When I was fishing one time, I had cast too hard and the, the worm came off. <laughs> okay. And so the Lord was reminding me that the Lord wants us to be better than that and that he has other purposes than being eaten by another thing. Mm-hmm. We're not worms in the dirt. He says that we are new, what? New creations in Christ Jesus. So then to say, I'm still a sinner when he said, you're a new creation. Now, after you have received salvation is a contradiction. You were a sinner, but you cannot now be a sinner, sinner and be saved in that regard. Now, once you're saved, it doesn't mean you f- cease to sin, right? We Yes. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God, but living our life in a sinful manner without the blood of Jesus being uh, applied to our, our personal sins, we are not once we receive him. So it's important that we don't do this, uh, this vain humility that is in fact calling into question what God has said. No, no, you're not. No, Jesus, you don't know. I'm so bad. No, no, Jesus, I'm going to be a worm in the dirt for you. He didn't ask you to be a worm. He asked you to be a son or daughter of God. Correct? And, and yes. yes. And said, in fact, you are. And to do his will. 
his will in your life, not your will in and for your life, but his will, right? So yes. So if we continue in this, we, we have this change here, right? It talks about Simon, how he heard the preaching, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And in verse 13, it says that he himself also believed, right? Uh, Saul, soon to be the Apostle Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Says that it is by faith that you receive this grace, right? Yes. To salvation, right? Yes. But So he received it. It says he believed, said he believed, right? And that he was baptized. But then as we, um, <clears throat> excuse me, skip down in verse 19, he says, oh, sorry, in verse 18, they were already giving the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit was... They were laying hands on people, and the Holy Spirit was was being given by the Lord to the people that believed, right? Yes. But then he changed, and by he I mean Simon. No longer was there faith. He said, I'll give you money for this. He was conditioned to take a shortcut. You know, we've been talking about that. Exactly. Money is, uh, Ecclesiastes says money is a defense, and wisdom is a defense. Money Mm -hmm. is an answer. But it's not the answer. It's not our answer. And instead of transitioning, learning more, he said, this is my go-to. He reverted to old ways and proceeded to go, let me pick this up, Lord, and and hand it to you because this is just as good. I can buy my way into the kingdom. I can buy my way into power. I can buy my way into. And verse 9 gives us some some, um, insight into his, his life and the things that he may have experienced. It says he claimed that he was someone great. Why do people do that? Because they feel like they're not. They want to be important. Mm-hmm. So he, I'm the best, I'm the best, look at me, I'm important, I'm important. I mean, we've, we package that in all kinds of ways, but I think each one of us can understand n- not wanting to feel like we're irrelevant or uh, useless or like we don't matter. Maybe his, his mom named him a painful name like Jabez. And he was trying to escape from that, but he didn't come through the door of Jesus Christ. So he learned to dazzle people. He learned to be the class clown. He learned to put on magic tricks so that people would think he was important. And that was important to him. And he tried to continue that. Absolutely. Now there's the other aspect, right? He was given, uh, I'll say a course of action he could take, which was to repent, right? But what were the consequences if he did not? He and his money would perish. He and his money would perish. What did the Lord say? And we, we started covering it yesterday, right? In Matthew 7, it's really 21 through 23. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. And it, it doesn't end there. Right? That's, that's Matthew seven twenty two through through 23. But there's also uh, a few other places you can find it. Um, Luke 13 is another one. And, uh, and it continues there. And he says this in Luke 13, 28 through 30 says, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth 
when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. They will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and sit down in the kingdom of God. And indeed, there will there are last who will be first, and there are first who will be last. And there are even other places in Matthew 13 where it talks about how they will be cast into the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. Those that are thrown out, mm-hmm. right? Now, you could say, hey, wait a second. Simon professed his faith. He, he f- believed in God, right? He, he made that confession and profession of his faith. Got saved. And, and got saved, right? Mm-hmm. But here we're, we're talking about a, a deeper thing. When he got saved, he also, I'll say, received the Holy Spirit, right? The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit live and dwell in you, right? Because we are the temple of God. We studied that out mm-hmm. um, in studying the Lord's house and also as we made the transition into the beginning of the book of Acts, mm-hmm. right? Well, what is the point and purpose of the Holy Spirit? He leads and guides you into all truth, wisdom, and knowledge, right? But he also, would the Lord say at the end of the Gospels and uh, in the beginning of Acts, do not leave the city until you receive power from on high, which is the Holy Spirit that he was sending, right? The gift of the Lord in order to do these things, these miracles, which is exactly what Simon was looking for. But he would not receive it by faith. So then, and we've been discussing this for a few episodes now. Why? Clearly there was a wanting to continue in his former way of life. And that's not what the Holy Spirit's for. And so Peter here makes it very plain to, of course, the leading of the Holy Spirit you will perish, you and your money with you. Or Jesus said, it's those that do the will of my Father. That is the reason, the point, and the purpose of the Holy Spirit, to help you, to give you power to fulfill all that the Lord has called you to do, to do his will, right? Then he said that Jesus said the same things about his earthly, natural brothers and sisters and his mother, right? He said, who are my mother and my brothers? It's them that do the will of the Lord. Amen. So in other words, that say what he says to say, that do what he says to do. You cannot take the Holy Spirit and try to use him to fulfill your own will, your own goals, your own plans. He's not a genie in a bottle. Exactly. Um, Or a, um, you know... Our possession. He's not our, a trained monkey. He's not our dog. He's not any of those kind of things. He's God. And he does the will of, he does his will, but the will of the Father mm-hmm. and the Son and the Holy Spirit, they are one. Um, but, but we see the the eternal consequences of this, as right. well and as the, the natural. And it's the eternal consequence for all. I mean, Amen. you go ahead and read Revelations liars will not enter into the kingdom so we we love to go well that's witchcraft Ooh, that's bad yeah, but no hold up wait a minute uh, if, and especially in humanity we go oh, it's just a little lie it's just a little lie and god said no wait a second i'm i'm looking at all of this 
Are you doing so, my will or aren't you? And continuing in it. That's why he, he, in Matthew, he references the Lord, Lord. I'll say, though, people will say to him, Lord, Lord, but yet he'll say, I never knew you. It's because you may start the journey, but if you don't finish mm-hmm. and you jump off and you reject God and you turn your heart from following after him, you have the same outcome. Because you would be in sin. You knew what was right to do and chose not to do it. Yes. And then even looking at Mr. Simon here, our spirit is reborn at salvation. Our soul has to be renewed and transformed. It has to have the mm. mind of Christ laid over it. It has to be washed with the water of the word. Your spirit man is reborn and wants to do the will of the Lord. The mind, the will, and the emotions and what makes up our soul is what has to be wrangled into um, obedience and the actions of Christ. Your body is a meat sack. It does what it's told. Whoever's the biggest voice in you, whether it be your spirit or your soul, that's where your body wants to go. And when we say crucify your flesh, we're not talking about cutting your your physical body. We're not talking about strangling yourself or suicide. It's none of those things. It's a policing of your soulish person. That's where lust comes from. The physical body is just a meat sack. Now, it can become chemically dependent, but even chemically, uh, chemical dependence really comes out of the soul. That's more so where it comes from. It doesn't come out of the physical body per se. It's the soul that attaches to things, to drugs, to alcohol, um, and ungodly things. Eating a certain food at a certain time for comfort, all of that comes out of your soul. So it's the soul that has to be trained to look like Jesus Christ and renewed to look like Mm. him, whereas the spirit gets that at their new birth. Amen. So uh, just sense that need to be brought up so we can all come to a a full understanding of, hey, continue in the journey, complete it in its fullness. Mm -hmm. Don't fall away. It's not just Simon here, right? Mm -hmm. This literally applies to each and every one of us. Amen. No matter what sin the Lord has delivered us from. (laughs) Amen. We have to continue in faith. That's right. To to do his will. To the journey is done. Amen. His will at all times. And doing it is faith and action. Amen. That is obedience to the Lord. Which is why he says, when I return, will I find faith upon the earth? Will I find people moving in the manner and in the power and authority that I have given them through my Holy Spirit and in my name, carrying out my will upon the earth? Carrying out kingdom business Amen. until he gets back. Um, all things... We have the blood of Jesus, and he's the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Holy Spirit is. So let him give you the thumbs up. Check yourself against the word of God and let Holy Spirit confirm in you because that's what he does. He gives us a confirmation that we're children of God. Amen. That you are continuing in the right direction with him. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for who you are, God. We thank you for what you have done for us, Lord. We thank you that you've delivered us and set us free, God, that you have made us sons and daughters, Lord, that you have loved us, God, when no one else has, Lord, and with a pure love, Lord. 
We thank you for your graciousness towards us, Lord, and your compassion, Lord. We thank you for understanding, Lord, and being there for us, Lord, that you never leave us or forsake us, God, and that you have given us the Holy Spirit who guides us into all truth and shows us things to come, Lord. We thank you that you are a strong tower, a shield and buckler, Lord, and that no weapon that the enemy tries to concoct and bring against us will succeed, Lord, and you cause our enemies to be at peace with us when our ways are pleasing to you, Lord. Lord. We lay every, and cast every care at your feet, Jesus, and we leave it there at the throne, Lord, and we refuse to pick it up again, God, and we choose to continue with you in faith, Lord, and in harmony and unison, God, and we thank you for a peace and shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, Lord, and all is well with us, Lord, and our children and our finances and whatever aspect of our area, Lord, that you restore, Lord, and you bring back what was stolen and taken, God, and you cause us to flourish, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.